what's up everyone welcome to another uncanny mystic minds um hopefully everyone's having a good start of the weekend we have fourth of july weekend uh right upon us and so uh yeah hopefully you guys will have a nice you know some good parties or something or light some fireworks uh you know it, it, it can get annoying sometimes when they're lighting fireworks like at one in the morning you know uh, around the cities but uh yeah hopefully everyone has some cool plans or whatnot and uh yeah i was a. Uh, I was supposed to or attempting to go to universal studios because uh that had been something that i'd been wanting to check out especially with like that uh that mario that mario world stuff all that nintendo stuff and um yeah because people at work were telling me about it and it's pretty cool um but uh yeah apparently it's like you you know you know you're uh, i'm unable to make reservations like it's all booked it's, it's all sold out so uh yeah another time for that and plus i was thinking about it anyway and it's like fourth of july weekend it's like what's really gonna be happening out there like it's gonna be a madhouse right like i'm gonna spend most of the time probably like waiting in line like which i do not prefer at all so um yeah i guess it worked out in terms of uh you know the timing or whatever because uh yeah that had been something that was in the back of my head and so i guess it kind of ironed itself out for me anyway so yeah um for today's episode i wanted to get into marie silva's empaths book on empaths and uh, it's unlocking the hidden power of empaths and a guide to protecting yourself against energy vampires and narcissists so i can definitely relate to that i can uh um yeah because i i've talked about this kind of stuff you know in terms of you know like having things like boundaries from narcissistic people and sociopathic people which i've dealt with you know in my past and stuff like that and you know even even somewhat recently as well so you know i mean i'm sure everyone has their own versions of this and you know as have i and so yeah and um not to mention how you know how sensitive i am in a sense you know with with energy you know speaking of this uh, i just came back from a cruise on the mexican riviera last week you know and uh it, it's a trip because i got a little sunburn over there and i wasn't really tripping off of it like i wasn't like i was feeling good and then the last couple of days like i got like a flare-up from from the sunburn and that's just been fucking me up but um yeah and so uh with this cruise um it was another example another real solid example of how letting me know how empathic i am because even even when i got home like for a couple of days like i could just tell that i had to like regain a bunch of my own energy because i hadn't been used to being around that many people it was like a shit ton of people on the boat on you know on the cruise ship and um, and then even when you you know dock out and you get to the certain uh towns or the cities over there um you know you're always with a crap ton of people and i had went on vacation with a good amount of people and so there's a lot of uh i guess like just decisions that have to be made and 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 then there's a lot of energy exchange and and uh and i did my thing in terms of like just using my version of energetic boundaries and just other boundaries in a way but uh even with that being said like it still surprised me just how sensitive i am i could not believe it <laughs> and then so i was like oh my god and um yeah it, and it basically cleared up the fact that uh <laughs> 
like in terms of like the general population like i'm just okay with like i'm cool off of trying to help everyone like i don't have that bug in me like that anymore where like i just really wanted to help people like help everyone like like save the world type of thing like i don't have that in me like that like i want to you know i mean don't get me wrong i want to help people in my way and and whatever's meant to be and whoever i can affect and stuff like that like i'm all for that but uh i gave up on that that hope that hopey thing that kind of happens when people first start to get uh awakened to the world or versions you know of just uh gaining uh, uh things about themselves in terms of just knowing who you are and um <laughs> yeah so it it reminded me again about <laughs> that you do not want to be like a part of the crowd at least that's not for me at all like that is i'm like the opposite of that now like you can call me a rebel or whatever you want to call me but i however the however the majority of the people go i am definitely not definitely not with that and so uh, <laughs> yeah um so i think this is fitting to be able to talk about empaths um in this book so uh yeah why don't we just get started with the with the introduction here so give me one second here let me i just gotta drink some of my good tea all right so introduction do you feel mentally drained after spending time in public do you feel emotionally tired when you are in a crowd are you sensitive to the emotions of others do you often feel you are different from others have you been described as overly sensitive, soft, or even touchy? One second. Are your emotions magnified and intense? If you answered yes, these are all the signs that you may be an empath. Empathy is the ability to understand what others are feeling and experiencing. It is a wonderful gift, but being an empath in the modern world is not easy. You are surrounded and exposed to environments and individuals who can overstimulate you. For an empath, this stimulation can be overwhelming. Highly sensitive individuals often struggle to cope with the external stimuli of everyday life. Stimuli coupled with the energy of others can make an empath exhausted. Empaths often experience emotional overload, mental fatigue, and even anxiety. Simple daily activities such as commuting to work, using public trans, uh, transportation, or watching television can be challenging for empaths. So the first step is to accept and embrace your gift. Empathy is a strength, not a weakness. Everything falls into place once you take this initial step. After this, it is time to harness your gift and recognize that you are an empath. By appreciating this wonderful gift that you have been blessed with, life will become easier. In this book, you will learn about the meaning and common traits of empaths, strengths and weaknesses of the empaths, and the factors that affect an empath such as diet and the environment. It includes information about the importance of leading a balanced life and common mistakes empaths must avoid for a happy and healthy life. You will also discover tips to help you maintain healthy and successful relationships, choose the best career options, and the role empaths play in today's world. As an empath, it's important to harness and shield your empathy from the world. By following the simple techniques and tips discussed in this book, 
you can unlock your empathy powers and protect them from energy vampires and narcissists. So, are you eager and excited to learn more about this? Do you want to discover the hidden powers of empathy? If you answered yes, again, it's time to get started without further ado. Alright, so here's chapter one. What is an empath? The meaning of empath, empathy, and empathetic. Are you affected by the feelings of people around you? Do others describe you as empathetic? Perhaps sometimes you have sensed and felt the emotions of those around you, including physical symptoms, as if they were your own? If this sounds familiar, you are probably an empath. This sensitivity is something only only, uh, only 1-2% of the general population is blessed with. Those with empathy often use their intuition and emotions to guide their decision making instead of relying on logic and rationalism. It is a symbol of personal strength and belief and is certainly a signal of empathy. Researchers have a keen interest in empathy, but only a few studies ever concentrated on an empath's life. According to science, many believe empaths have hyper-responsive mirror neurons. Oh, that's very interesting. All right. These are brain these are brain cells responsible for the feelings of compassion. Once these mirror neurons are hyperactive, you can become hypersensitive to the electromagnetic fields of the brain and heart. This is perhaps one reason why you are intuitive and deeply feel others' emotions. Spending time in public or being surrounded by those in pain can make an empath exhausted. Dopamine is a chemical that triggers feelings of pleasure. Empaths with tendencies of introversion are sensitive to dopamine. Excessive stimulation can overwhelm an empath. The great news is that empaths have the power to reprogram their minds to deal with and avoid unnecessarily external stimulation and lead happier lives. Even if you're not introverted, hypersensitivity comes with various side effects, such as emotional overload, exhaustion, depression, and anxiety. An empath can feel these complex emotions when exposed to stressful situations. Unsurprisingly, these mental and emotional symptoms can present themselves as headaches, an elevated heart rate, and a general feeling of fatigue. These things happen because of an empath's inability to distinguish their feelings, emotions, and pain from those around them. Internalizing one's feelings is difficult. Imagine if you had to deal with a combination of your emotions and others' emotions without being aware of whose emotions you are feeling. This causes extreme internal turmoil, which can present itself as physical symptoms. So all empaths uh, need to understand and protect their personal energy from others. So now we're going to get into the categories of uh, topics of empaths, introverts, highly sensitive persons, and narcissists. So no two people are alike. Everyone is unique. Neurodiversity is responsible for this diversity. People are all wired differently, and this diversity in neural networking determines their unique characteristics. 
Certain individuals are incapable of concentrating on tasks because of their high energy levels, such as those with ADHD, while others require environmental and social stimulation to stay occupied, such as extroverts. Highly sensitive people, uh, introverts and empaths, lie on the extreme end of the personality spectrum compared to introverts. Introverts can all be overly stimulated by external stimuli and sensitive to those around them. But there's a difference between introverts, empaths, and highly sensitive individuals. Yes, even though these words have been used synonymously, they're not the same. All right, so here's introverts. As mentioned, people react differently to external stimuli. Not many understand what introversion means. Introverts do not detest social events. They just have a different idea of social gatherings and their approach is different from that of extroverts. This difference stems from a natural biological differentiation, how individuals react to different situations and their relaxation ideas. Introverts feel overstimulated when engaging in conversations with multiple people. Instead, they prefer having a deep and genuine conversations with a few individuals. And unlike introverts, extroverts who thrive in crowds since their senses are easily stimulated they tend to get exhausted and overwhelmed when surrounded by several people unlike extroverts these factors are the main reasons introverts withdraw from the world and have to take a break and recharge it's a misconception that introverts do this because of their lack of self-confidence or self-esteem instead it's their way of recharging their personal batteries it is a natural reaction to excessive pressure and stimulation. For instance, what happens when someone shines a bright light in your eyes? Even if you look at it for just a second, you still turn your face away or close your eyes. Think of this external light as all the stimulation introverts face. Sooner or later, they need to look away. <laughs> That's funny. That reminds me of me, you know, in a lot of ways. It's it's weird. I fall like on the spectrum of like... Uh, I have extroverted sides to me, but also a definite uh, introverted side. So, uh, yeah, I guess that's why, like in that test that I took back in high school, uh, I think I was an uh, extroverted intuitive. So it's kind of like it was kind of a rare one in, in a way. Um, so, and uh, and even with the whole, uh, I noticed that extroverts like I, I like talking to people, but extroverts will really like lay on a lot of like either body language stuff, like with their eyes or uh, or even like touching and stuff like that, you know, like, you know, like they'll kind of like maybe, you know, put their hand on your shoulder real quick or like kind of slap your arm, you know, as they're engaging in the talk. And then, um, I, yeah, I guess I noticed that for me too much of that, I kind of get a little bit like, what's the word? Like I end up having to like, just kind of wean from that energy, you know, like I can't, I, I can't stare deep into people's eyes for like long periods of times like that. Like, like just in a regular conversation like <laughs> something about that makes me feel very awkward um, but um anyway so let's continue so they do this by withdrawing from the world for a while um, that's for uh for the introverts and so highly sensitive people um they differ from introvert the only similarity is their extremely low threshold for external stimulation such as smells sounds and lights and uh, these highly sensitive people uh, do not enjoy socializing 
just like empaths or even the, even they need solitude to recharge their batteries after a hectic day and the stimulation drains them of their energy and overburdens their internal systems these uh, hsps highly sensitive people persons can be introverted but not all introverts are hsps all right so here's empath empathy is not restricted to a particular personality type they can be introverts extroverts or even ambiverts all empaths tend to be highly sensitive but while all empaths are hsps not all hsps are empaths Empaths not only feel what others are feeling, but they can also absorb their emotions into their bodies. They display extremely high levels of compassion and empathy for those around them. You know, it's like um, the big example that is flashing in my mind a lot is uh, that I see this a lot in her lives is Alexandria Chavez, uh, my friend, the gifted medium. Um, she'll be in the middle of talking with someone and then she'll start calling out certain things that she might think are, is happening with either them or their loved one and she's using these or she's calling these things out because she literally feels it in her own body you know like uh like say for example if somebody was like a like their grandma or their uh, aunt was like a heavy smoker or something she'll ask them about that because when they step in uh she'll feel like the heavy smoke like the heavy cigarette smoke or something like that and and a lot of times she'll be right you know it's a trip how she'll literally feel that in her body of how they are you know or maybe if someone had like some kind of injury if something happened to a certain body part you know and then she'll feel her body part you know compromise in that way and then that's how she'll call it out and more times than not she'll be accurate so it's like a trip how you can literally pick that up. Um, I have my version of this, uh, not to Alexandria's extreme. Um, she has that on a very extreme level. Um, I have it to a decent level though, where I can, I can feel where people come from, uh, I, I guess, or like where they've been, <laughs> if that makes any sense, like in their past or things that they haven't gone through. Like I can, I can tell where they, where people have come from. Um, I get a lot of this from tones. Uh, primarily like the tones of their voice uh, like when they talk I can feel I don't know like I can feel like where they've been like I can feel it and then I guess also a combination of like my third eye I'll kind of see it a little bit with my third eye um, and so uh, that's a little bit of, of, of my version of but yeah so let's continue here so um, they display extremely high levels of compassion and empathy for those around them as with introverts, empaths love to spend time by themselves and need solitude to maintain a sense of balance and control. Their ability to understand what others are going through and their perspective make them natural nurturers and caregivers. Um, they have an undeniable inherent urge to help other people and they are blessed with the gift of understanding and intuition. When these are coupled with compassion, it becomes obvious that they need to help others. As you can see, many empaths, introverts, and HSPs tend to display overlapping characteristics. The, the differences that set them apart are minute. One similarity that cannot be overlooked is their extreme sensitivity to external stimuli and the need for alone time to recharge their energy. 
that's uh, definitely me as well that's why I like to have um, a, a little bit of just like time for just me in a sense where um, uh, you know like like just pretty much dedicated for me and I guess for like reflecting and like deloading and then that's how I end up uh, recharging my little internal battery uh, I used to do this at nighttime like in a sense I, I used to notice that uh, when everybody in the house would go to bed say around like 9 30 or so I would be up for like an hour or so because I wanted I needed my own time to like digest and process the day um, and kind of do like a kind of reflecting on my day or whatever but it's it, it was more of a processing and uh, I would do that at night and uh, that would be like my time to deload and to kind of kind of recenter all my energy back on myself and then over the last I guess couple of short years um, instead of it being at nighttime uh, I've made that this time the early morning like the super duper early morning like uh, like uh, basically like the witching hours uh, in a sense uh, I've, I've kind of traded in going to bed at a somewhat late time you know like midnight ish to going to bed early and and then now uh, since I go to bed early I'll end up waking up at a at a version of a witching hour time and so uh, that'll be my time to kind of reflect on myself of, of what I've been going through and just kind of uh re-centering my energy all back on myself and and just able to process any stuff that's been lingering in my head or any lessons that I've been having in me that I've just been wanting to kind of uh, sort out or whatever. So, yep. So now that's kind of a morning, uh, very, very early morning thing. So, all right, let's continue. So we're going to get on to narcissist. So if empaths and HSPs lie on one end of the empathetic spectrum, narcissists lie on the other end. People call those who are devoid of empathy narcissists. Everyone knows that opposites attract, and so narcissists are drawn to empaths. A narcissist's lack of empathy draws them uh, draws to those with high levels of empathy. An empath's loving and nurturing nature prompts them to help a narcissist. So, um, I, I can definitely relate to this. Uh, uh, a big theme in my in this podcast early on was boundaries and a lot of this was because I would notice that there was narcissistic personalities around me you know and even sociopathic uh, characteristics of people around me on extreme uh, on extreme cases and so um, you know in my opinion sociopathic people and narcissistic people are basically like co uh, cousins in that fucked up spectrum in a sense so uh, uh, I noticed that these energies would come around me would either want to manipulate me and or use me or mess with me in some kind of way and some of them were people that were more considered like more on the enemy side in a sense um, and then some other versions of these personalities around me were actually loved ones that um they they would they they loved me but it was a matter of you know sometimes people can't control themselves or they're not aware enough of themselves to see how they are or like what's going on so i had been dealing with a lot of this over the last uh, couple of years and um and apparently my life has like uh, apparently my uh i've done a pretty decently well job with this because my life has cleaned up with this stuff like meaning 
some of those characters have gotten out of my life all the way or the ones that were uh, or the other ones that haven't gotten out of my life have improved in themselves so i see that as like a reflection of my work in a way like i know they had to do their own work but i think that because of like the setups that i've been doing in myself uh, internally have reflected my world externally so that's why now the personalities around me have calmed down like a lot of things are more calmer and like cleaner in a sense uh, and i feel like more protected um and stuff like that so um yeah so that's kind of a good testament to doing just your internal work and and doing your best with that and uh coming to grips with with the realities of how your life can be because sometimes it could be messy or shitty and so um yeah so that's a testament to that and so uh let's continue so unfortunately a narcissist's selfish nature only leads to chaos an empath is giving while a narcissist does not understand the basics of a mutual relationship it is not just narcissists that empaths need to shield themselves from but all types of energy vampires you will learn how to do all this in the subsequent chapters so here's going to be empaths and empathy being an empath and being empathetic are two different things when someone describes themselves as empathetic it means their heart goes out to others as an empath you not only empathize uh, with others but you also experience their feelings as if they were yours the compassion you experience for others is because of mirror neurons the mirror neuron system is hyperactive in an empath, which is why they can absorb others' emotions and physical symptoms into their bodies. It's a trip that it I've never heard this term of mirror neuron system, and it, it makes sense because of, uh, you know, uh, I've talked about wiring, like the wiring of like brains and stuff, and I've made the joke on on different podcasts i believe with like jessica depotsi and uh even with the 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 guys at a uh, great deception i had even talked about this because we were talking about how we were uh we were left-handed when it came to writing but right-handed when it came to sports or, or whatever right stuff like that and, um i related to like wiring of the brain and um during these times i'd even said about myself that i have like some kind of mirroring uh, aspect to myself of that like there's something about <laughs> that I notice that I make people I don't know like things sometimes always blow up with me with people like I, in a way um not that I look for like controversy or this stuff but I notice that sometimes like I don't know things will just kind of blow up in a sense because of a I I have an inherent I, I realize that I have like an inherent mirroring nature to me and then so um that's that's how I had called it and then so that's why I noticed that people would end up blowing up or I could trigger people to see their demons like basically right and through my mirroring aspects and so that was like what I knew and then so now when I'm reading this concept about mirror neuron system you know which is a hyperactive in empaths this makes all the sense as well so um yeah so there's something definitely to mirrors in me and uh, i'm even thinking about it. it makes sense too why uh i'm like year of the dog you know because i when i think of dog it's like okay well when you look at a mirror that's like the uh, uh god right it'll spell god so it's kind of like the inverse of god or 
or something like that too so yeah i find that interesting and so um all right so at times um differentiating between one's emotions and others emotions become increasingly difficult for an empath all right so that makes a lot of sense that's why they can't deal with stuff a lot of times or it seems like they're just having a meltdown like a mental meltdown and um empaths experience different types of sensitivities for instance physical empaths can experience physical symptoms that others experience and absorb them into their bodies their keen sense of understanding makes empaths natural healers many empaths are sensitive to others emotions and pick and pick up on them regardless of whether they are good or bad while others are even sensitive to food and display extreme sensitivities to various ingredients empathy is a gift because it increases one's creativity compassion and sense of integration it also makes them feel well connected with those around them and the world however living in this stimulated state can be emotionally draining for an empath even simple daily interactions can be uncomfortable and a source of stress those unaware of their empathetic abilities use unhealthy coping mechanisms like relying on alcohol or drugs or emotional eating to cope with everyday challenges and you will learn more about the strengths and weaknesses of an empath in the following chapters so uh, next uh, in the following chapter we're going to be talking about common traits of empaths So now we're going to get to common traits of empaths. Empaths are highly sensitive individuals capable of feeling and absorbing the emotions of those around them. This is perhaps a trademark feature of all empaths. Understanding and rationalizing their feelings can become difficult when they need to continue to filter everything they experience. Apart from this, all empaths share common traits. If you, if you think you are an empath, it is highly likely you have the traits discussed in this section. Alright, so here is highly sensitive. As discussed in the previous section, empaths are highly sensitive individuals, but there is a difference between a highly sensitive person and an empath. All empaths are sensitive, but not all HSPs are, uh, are necessarily empaths. If you have ever been told to toughen up or you are extremely sensitive, it's a sign of empathy. Empaths can easily absorb and experience what others are feeling they are naturally nurturing and will do this uh, irrespective of their circumstances because of their giving nature all right here's absorb emotions of others empaths not only understand what others are experiencing and feel their physical symptoms but they are also highly attuned to the moods and emotions of others empaths can literally feel everything and it can be extreme at times this is one reason why they often become exhausted. Absorbing negativity from their surroundings and other difficult emotions such as anger, anxiety, and sadness can quickly overwhelm and drain their inner energy. It's not just negative energy they can absorb though, they can also absorb positive energy. And this is why empaths thrive in an environment filled with happiness, love, and peace. If everyone around them is happy and giving out positive energy an empath will experience positive feelings too all right here's introverted nature 
Since empaths experience everything that others are feeling, they tend to get uh, overwhelmed quickly. This is the reason why most empaths lean toward introversion. Being exposed to extremely stimulating environments is often amplified for an empath, which is why they like being on their own and prefer one-on-one contact or engaging with small groups. Even if an empath is not an introvert, they try to limit their time in public settings. So, highly intuitive. Intuition is perhaps one of the greatest skills empaths are naturally blessed with. In fact, most life experiences they have are through intuition. As they can see beyond others' facades, it is easy for them to decipher what others are really feeling and experiencing. This is the basis for their intuition. So, it is quintessential that empaths listen to their gut feelings and improve their intuitive skills you know it's funny this is a probably a big reason why uh, i'm into poker and how i uh, how i initially um, kind of got into the game using my strengths of intuition you know it was funny too because yesterday i was telling my cousin we were talking about poker and i was uh, relaying to him that you know uh Initially, you know, like I just said right now, I would use a lot of my intuition and feelings and gut hunches and stuff like that. And and, um, as time went on, I did the opposite. I went very analytical, like very number, uh, like based off number crunching and variance. uh, And, you know, like like uh, like the left side of your brain, like like that aspect of it, the very practical side. Um, And it's a trip because after i've been doing that and i've been wrapping that around my head and stuff like that um, now i'm getting i'm coming back around with the intuitive part and um and scanning energy and and reading things and um that's that's probably another reason why i like to uh get people on you know who are psychic who do divination you know who do mediumship and then uh, who are able to see these things because that's tapping into that clairvoyant aspect of us the psychic nature you know like where where we have our psychic uh, capabilities and so there there is there's ways to to build it you know kind of just how you can build your muscles in the gym you can also build your intuitive muscles you know as well so all right so here's they need me they need me time (laughs) oh yeah we we even talked about this so let's go Um, as mentioned spending time in a stimulating environment can be draining for an empath unsurprisingly it is why empaths need to take a break from everything that happens in their life to recuperate if you're an empath you realize the importance of me time you need to spend time by yourself to recharge and re-energize your internal batteries it also gives you a chance to take a rest from the emotional overload of others empaths have highly tuned senses and it is not just energy they absorb noises sounds smells can also uh, be stimulating Going to a concert might not be an empath's idea of a fun activity. Instead, an empath will more likely enjoy curling up with a book in the comfort of their own home. If you have ever experienced these situations in the past, you're probably an empath. Here's overwhelmed by intimacy. Relationships are seldom easy and are difficult for empaths. Imagine being able to experience and feel what others 
around you are feeling all the time. It's almost like a song you cannot stop humming or get out of your head. Now, spending time in close quarters with another individual for prolonged periods can obviously become draining. This is the reason why empaths are often overwhelmed by intimacy. It does not mean that empaths don't like intimate relationships, they just struggle more than others to maintain relationships. One of the reasons they are scared of intimacy is that they often feel that they will lose their identity or are afraid of being engulfed by their partner's emotions. For an empath to be in a relationship, they need to let go of any preconceived notions about individuality and relationships in general. Empaths are super responders and this factor, coupled with their introverted nature, makes it difficult for them to spend time with others. Yeah, it's funny. It's like, um, for me personally, it's like, I mean, it's not like that. I don't like people in my life in a sense, or the, you know, the friends that I've had and that I've acquired and, and even acquaintances and stuff. But I've noticed that I've kind of different people, you know, like various people from my past and in my life and, and all that good stuff, you know, people that you went to school with or just like, just like buddies and stuff that would end up kind of getting lightweight mad at me or like just kind of get this thing towards me because it seemed like I cut people off like I think I might have gained some kind of reputation like that like to an extent like I don't know like maybe they might think I'm cold like like that I might come off as cold or something like that but um I don't know it's not it's not that I don't like the people it's just kind of what this thing was what this last section was talking about you know just making it difficult to spend time consistently and a lot of time with others you know i noticed for me that's kind of a hard one um, i guess hence why um, i have a lot of like that like that lone wolf kind of a vibe um and so yeah so that's definitely one that's uh that's translated to my life for sure all right here's soft targets for energy vampires Energy vampires and narcissists often look for people who are who offer unconditional love, support, and acceptance. So an empath becomes an ideal target for energy vampires. These vampires thrive when they are feeding off the positive energy of those around them. An empath's sensitivity is perhaps the main reason why they are drawn to them. Energy vamps such as narcissists lack empathy. As humans, people are often drawn to others who have skills or traits that they don't. Thus, an empath's high levels of compassion and sensitivity make them magnets for energy vampires. Alright, here's refuge in nature. A simple way for an empath to re-energize is by spending time in nature. Whether it is going for a walk or sitting in the garden, simple activities can offer them solace. If you are drawn to nature, especially after an overwhelming or a tough day, it's a sign of empathy. Here's always giving. Because empaths know what others are going through and where they are coming from, it becomes easier for them to understand what others are feeling and experiencing at any given point. So it is natural that empaths are extremely giving and big-hearted individuals. Regardless of the situation, they always try to soothe any pain or discomfort of others. Um, after all, if negative energy surrounds them, they tend to feel it too. Perhaps it is a homeless person at an intersection, a crying baby, or a hurt animal. 
An empath always tries to help. Instead of just helping others by reaching out to them, empaths also tend to absorb others' pain. By depleting their personal energy reserves, they help others. This is the reason why empaths are often giving. Again, this extreme sensitivity they display toward all living beings and their environment and surroundings makes them ideal targets for energy-sucking vampires. Now that you know the different traits exhibited by empaths, it is time for a little self-introspection. Carefully go through the points discussed in this section, spend time with yourself, and allow your intuition to guide the way. If you notice you have any or all of the traits mentioned earlier, chances are you're an empath. Alright, so after this first chapter, basically an intro, you know, we should have a pretty good indication of like, you know, you know, the qualities of empaths and if we are, you know, how we how much of an empath we are or whatnot, you know, our degrees in this. And so now we're going to get into chapter two, uh, empath strengths, the strengths of empaths. So empathy is a beautiful gift and the world needs more empaths. Empathy can be the key to the end of all our problems and sufferings. Unfortunately, empaths are often viewed to be weak and powerless. They are labeled as too touchy and oversensitive. If others have told you to uh, toughen up or grow a thick skin, do not listen to that advice. Instead of believing your uh, instead of believing your empathy to be a weakness that holds you back, consider it a strength. Yes, empathy is your superpower, and it distinguishes you from all others. Empaths are stronger than others believe. This section looks at the strength of an empath. So here's imagination. Empaths are incredibly imaginative. Since the world of emotions is your primary domain, you can understand and handle them better than any other human being. Your ability to deal with a variety of emotions simultaneously increases your imagination. Instead of allowing your rational mind to guide your decisions, imagination comes into play. Imagination allows you to see the possibilities and opportunities available in any situation that others cannot see. Empaths are quite creative as they are dreamers. They also have the power to turn their dreams into reality. The world is different for others and you experience it vividly. All empaths have a constant urge to create or build something that helps others. Your imagination and creativity also makes it easier to express your thoughts, emotions, and true self. It allows you to view the world and life inversely from those around you. Creativity also helps enhance and strengthen your natural skills and empathy. Alright, here's different perspectives. Your empathy allows you not to just understand what others are feeling, but also to experience it. It allows you a better understanding of where the other person is coming from. Instead of allowing superficial reactions to cloud your judgment, it helps you view it helps you view things from someone else's perspective. An empath does not have to try to place themselves in someone else's shoes consciously. Their empathy allows them to do this naturally. 
This makes it easier to view things from the other's perspectives and also enhances your decision-making skills. It offers you a better understanding of yourself, the individuals you deal with, and the world in general. Problem-solving problem solving skills. All right, so empaths are blessed with amazing problem-solving skills. Take a moment and think about all the situations when others have approached you in their times of need. Why did they do this? There might have been others that they could have approached, but they chose you. Why do you think this happened? It, it, it is because they knew you could help them to solve their problems. Your imagination and the ability to view a situation different from, from different perspectives improve your problem-solving skills. Whether it's an argument or a fight, an empath can solve these problems. In a world where the I am right attitude exists, conflicts are common. Empathetic individuals can be instrumental in conflict resolution and problem solving. It allows you to understand how different sides perceive reality. You can play the role of an observer and a mediator without being overly attached to either side. By identifying triggers and understanding the hidden meanings behind the words communicated, solving problems becomes easier for an empath. Alright, here's heightened senses. Empaths can absorb and experience the emotions and feelings of those around them, whether negative or positive. For instance, if you spend time with positive individuals and in the company of loved ones, your happiness quotient increases. This heightened sensitivity helps you enjoy the little things in life that are mostly ignored. You don't need any grand gestures to feel happy. Your empathy allows you to stay in the moment and enjoy life and enjoy life the way it is. It gives you a chance to smell the roses and not let life pass you by. Instead, it ensures you enjoy every second of it. Even spending time outdoors can revitalize and re-energize you. This one's called not scared of being alone. Most people are scared of being alone. In fact, this is one of the greatest human fears, but empaths thrive when they get alone time. It not only helps them rebalance their lives, but also gives them a chance to recuperate. It also increases their self-awareness. Once you learn how to be comfortable with yourself, life becomes incredibly simple. When you start spending time with yourself, it makes you aware of your thoughts, emotions, and feelings. It also helps to distinguish your emotions from others. You don't need to be the center of attention to feel good about yourself. Even reading a book at home can be uh, quite comforting. Yeah, definitely can relate to this part. You know, it makes it makes a lot of sense, man. Why people need their me time, you know? All right. So here's accepting of change. Change is the only constant in life, and empaths understand this. An empath knows change is unavoidable. Once you accept this, living life becomes simple. Adaptability ensures you can thrive in any situation without letting it become overwhelming to you. You might not always like the situation you are stuck in, but your empathy ensures you accept the situation and move on. Since you are good at getting a sense of what others want or like, it becomes easier to understand different ways of life. It makes you more accepting and more accommodating. All right, here's the ability to accept. 
Most people view the world from their perspective and are often prejudiced. They might not realize it, but they are. Surprisingly, empaths are immune to this prejudice. They do not assume or generalize when it comes to the feelings of others. They don't label what others are feeling or experiencing. Looking at things from someone else's perspective allows you to perceive what others are feeling. You start thinking of those around you as emotional beings. So empaths are accepting not just of others, but of life in general. A great thing about an empath is that they understand and accept others the way they are. As an empath, you might be tempted to help to, uh, help others or fix a situation. However, you must realize that there is only so much you can do and not, go, and not to go beyond it. Yeah, this reminds me of how I started off this whole thing talking about my, you know, my cruise and realizing once you hang out with so many people that I got over that thing of trying to help, like help everyone or like that save the world kind of, kind of thing, you know, like where you just try way too much to help, you know, so there's only so much we can do, right? So, and once you make peace with this, with this realization, life becomes easier. When you accept people the way that they are without desiring perfection, forming and maintaining relationships becomes easier. This is a unique trait of an empath that sets them apart from others. Here's good listeners. Empaths are great listeners. In a world where everyone wants to talk, listening has become a lost art. Fortunately, empaths are the best listeners one can get. This is also why people commonly seek out their most empathetic friends or loved ones to talk to when they need a sounding board. Empaths are not scared of making themselves vulnerable and are, a, are, and are attentive listeners. These two ingredients make you an incredible person to talk with. You not only understand what others are saying, but also having their reasons for behaving the way that they do. In a life where everyone feels misunderstood, the world needs more empaths. When you make yourself vulnerable to others, it increases their willingness to be open, honest, and vulnerable. Yeah, I think that's really cool. Um, I'm going to cut it off right here for now, but um, later on when we continue, we're going to keep going over some of the traits uh, of the, or like the strengths of the, of them. And uh, the next, some of the next topics will be healthy curiosity see that they can be human lie detectors yeah and then that's the end of that'll be the end of that chapter for until we go on to the weaknesses of impact so you know so we're going to touch on the good and then the and then the negative qualities you know so yeah this makes all the sense in the world now that i'm you know just kind of seeing this you know like that it's all about like uh attentive listening like listening is definitely a skill I'll tell you that, how you pay attention and the way that you listen to everything. There's different ways that we can listen. There's so many different ways. And um, yeah, so that's pretty dope. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this. And um, if you have any questions or if you want to get on the show or or any kind of uh, questions about the pod, uh, Gmail me at Uncanny Mystic Minds. The IG is the same. Uh, TikTok is Louie that 11 or I pretty much put all the videos, all the posts and stuff from there first. And um, yeah, so get at me and hopefully you guys enjoy this one and I'll talk to you guys soon. All right.
Kenny Mystic Minds Podcast.